Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Every pony and welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana and I'm David. And today is My Little Pony season 5 episode 6, Appaloosa's Most Wanted. When infamous outlaw Troubleshoes returns to the Appaloosa Rodeo, the Cutie Mark Crusaders discover that he may not be such a bad guy after all. It's Cutie Mark Crusaders episode again in the wild wild west today. But more importantly, we have a guest. We have a guest. Hello. It's Liz. Hi, Liz. Thank you for being here. So this episode is a, a, a teensy bit problematic, and we felt like this was your lane. It's <laughs> it's funny because I occasionally will get wa- invited on like, you know, like TV rewatch shows and that kind of stuff. But they're always like, we gave you the really problematic episode, which is fine because that's my whole, you know, that's my whole bag. But sometimes I'm like, can I just like enjoy a thing? <laughs> Well, there's a happy ending to the the problematic aspect there of is, the show. There is. And lots of pony hijinks. There are lots so. of pony hijinks. I have to say, I think I am clearly like, I've been watching too many true crime documentaries and stuff because I was absolutely expecting them to get murdered throughout most of this episode. <laughs> and that's maybe more of a reflection on me than the show itself. And that's fine. Well, you're just bringing your very unique experience to my little pony. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and, and and there's nothing wrong with that. No, <laughs> not at all. So Liz, what is your history with my little pony? Not much of one, to be honest. These the, okay. this was so I watched this episode and then I watched the Cutie Crusader episode in season mm-hmm. one at Diana's recommendation, because I have no context for this show. And that was helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, I never watched it before. Like I knew of it. I had a few friends who liked it when mm-hmm. it was like first out. I think my biggest point of contact with it was uh, back in my freelance stage manager days. Uh, oh. I was browsing um, stage management jobs. And there was definitely a job posting for the stage manager of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, the musical at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I considered applying for it. That would have been a weird job for sure. So in preparation for this episode, we had you watch the season one episode where we meet the Cutie Mark Crusaders and we actually learn what Cutie Marks really are and how they work. And that's the call of the cutie. That is actually the episode that when I watched it, I was like, oh, this show is amazing. Because (laughs) I equate the way they talked about their cutie marks to how some girls would discuss getting their periods in my youth. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. I feel like it was so like hush hush when I was growing up. It was, but it was also like this super secret club. And it's like, are you in? Are you out? Are you in? Are you out? No, you're totally right. There was like, there was like a solid like three year period of your life where if you needed a pad, you had to kind of do the mental math of like, okay, who who's safe to ask? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, who who can I ask? Because you're like, wait, no, she hasn't started her period yet. Uh, Oh, but she has. And you'd have to do like, like, I remember like when my best friend also got her period. I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. 
Absolutely. And it's like, who has a sweatshirt I can steal? I need a sweatshirt today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care that it's 94 degrees outside. I need a sweatshirt now. Now, Exactly. Yeah. No, there's there's definitely like a period in a in a young girl's life where the game is um, who do I? Yeah. Who do I ask for a tampon today? <laughs> yeah. So the way they would talk about getting their cutie marks, I was just like, this is what this sounds like to me. That's what this whole thing oh, is. I didn't make that connection when I watched it, but you're totally right. All right. So this one is our Western. It is. Do you have any general thoughts about this episode? Anything particularly pressing that we need to clarify for you that was just beyond confusing for you? No, I think it act- I followed it all pretty well for someone who's never watched the show before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was very charming that it was a Western, though. I liked the angry pitchfork horses that kept showing up <laughs> oh my throughout. Gosh. The so mob, good. The mob Like, that made me laugh. I was like, this is such like a little... I really like um, when children's shows throw in something for the adults. Like, that's a joke that would probably mostly be lost on kids. And this show does so much world building around that. Yeah, I, I really appreciated that a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go through the episode. Let's do it. We start with Western ponies everywhere. (laughs) We are in Appaloosa. We have visited this place before. This is where Apple Jack's cousin Brayburn lives and where we met buffaloes previously in another completely horrible and problematic episode. We will not revisit that because it was really, really racist. Oh, boy. It was... It was really racist. Oh, no. See, I was expecting, I was afraid of something like that coming up on this episode. Because I think anytime you get into Western territory, it's like, you're like, you're just waiting for the like person in the war bonnet or, you know, like whatever, like you're waiting for it. And I was like, there wasn't really any of that this go around. And I'm like, that was refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) We got the Cutie Mark Crusaders. Aren't you glad you came to see Applejack compete in the Appaloosa Rodeo? Totally. This place is a cutie mark goldmine. There's barrel racing, roping contests, rodeo clowning, steeplechase. If we can get into some of these events, we could all three walk off the train back in Ponyville with brand spanking new cutie marks. Wouldn't a barrel look good here? And like, they're all just getting excited about different cutie marks they could get. I really like that the cutie mark they're excited about is a barrel. Like, if I was going to have something, like, tattooed on my thigh for the rest of my life, like, the barrel isn't the thing I'd be excited about. But that's fine. That's just me. (laughs) There are some super weird cutie marks. I'm just going to say I did notice when I was watching um, the Cutie Crusaders episode, the pony who just liked to pop all the balloons had a safety pin. And I thought that was really excellent. (laughs) Yep. Royal pin. Yes. He's a good dancer, though. So, yeah, they're getting all excited about these possibilities. Brayburn walks up and he's got a broken hoof. He's got his hoof in a sling. And then we meet Sheriff Silverstar. All right, every pony, listen up. We need a big presence at this here rodeo, so make yourself plenty seen. I want that low-down varmint to know we mean business. I hope nothing bad is going on. A cutie mark of Palooza and a low-down varmint? This is shaping up to be the most exciting rodeo ever. I love Apple Bloom. Oh, she's, she's just so sweet and s- special. <laughs> but like we 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 leave them and we see the shadow of a pony and then this hoof print that's got a horseshoe in it. 
bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it's very ominous. I, I again, I really didn't know which direction they were going with this. I was like, is he a stalker? And like David, you had been like, oh, there's totally like some problematic stuff in here. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> and so I was like looking for it the whole time. I was like, is he a stalker? Like, what's going? I, I like my brain made it all way worse than it actually ended up being. It's true. <laughs> Oh, well, we do our theme song. My little pony, my little pony. And I'm not going to sing the whole thing because that's just mean to everybody in the universe. (laughs) (laughs) We come back and we're at like rodeo practice and we've got a bunch of really awesome hardy earth ponies lassoing hay bales and stacking them up and just working together. And this is a huge hay bale tower. Woohoo! Yeehaw! That's my cousin. Go, Applejack. Go! Phew! It's been a dog's age since I got to compete. All the rodeos around Ponyville are closed down for some reason. Well, I guess having injured kinfolk in Appaloosa sure paid off then, huh, cuz? Just doing my best to fill your horseshoes, Brayburn. Keep tossing like that and I'll be out of a job. So, like, Brayburn's pointing to his hoof and they're enjoying themselves and all of a sudden they realize that they have not been keeping track of the, the little fillies, the Cutie Mark Crusaders. Uh, um, and Brayburn was supposed to be watching them. I feel like that's a theme throughout is he's supposed to be watching the little ones and then doesn't. And I'm wondering why anyone leaves him in charge of children anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I don't think Brayburn's the most uh, trustworthy of the Apple family. No. no. Would I leave him my hypothetical children to watch? Absolutely not. Not the best plan here. He's a wee bit of a drama queen. (laughs) (laughs) Just just a tad bit. But the Cutie Mark Crusaders have, you know, clearly been off having fun. They come back. One's got a caramel apple. One's got a cactus hat on. Scootaloo has a cactus sombrero that falls over her tiny head. And it's the most adorable thing. I was, I I loved it. It was so good. Scootaloo also has a, like a dope ass mohawk. And I was just, I was really digging her vibe. You said you keep an eye on those fillies. How am I supposed to focus on practicing if you're not going to... There they are! <laughs> right where I left them. Oh, don't be mad. Ouch! My foreleg hurts so much. Drama queen. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't go running off like that, here. Backstage at a rodeo ain't no kind of playground. Sorry, Applejack. We won't wander off again, but uh, speaking of the rodeo, what'd you say about me and the Crusaders maybe competing in a teensy-weensy little event or three? Look out! And now the giant haystack is falling over and everybody's getting freaked out. Falls over. Everybody's fine. Sheriff Silverstar comes in. Sugar and salt licks. Well, I'll be. What is it, Sheriff? Is it him? We see a hoof print. So here's a here's a question I had, and maybe I misinterpreted this, but it seemed to me like the culprit for knocking down the hay bale was also the one who pushed the three of them out of the way. Did I read that wrong? I, f- I feel like Applejack and Brayburn were able to get the fillies out of the way. Maybe. It seemed like there was like, I, I don't know. It looked like it was like a shadow came out of the way and like pushed him. And I was like, no one ever gave him credit later for for saving the little. Definitely the little not for that one. Oh, yeah. no one gives him credit for anything. That's also true. So I guess <laughs> no, that, why that, am I surprised by this? You you make a good point. <laughs> the town folks opinion of trouble shoes is uh 
bad. Yeah. (laughs) This is a really bad read on another being in your community, and that's just horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's Uh, not terribly generous. No, it's really not. Ain't no doubt. It's trouble shoes. And, and and then we get that little, you know, harmonica western riff. And then we cut to, a, it's a rodeo clown playing that. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, very cute and silly. We cut to, we're outside the sheriff building and we have a crowd. We have a mob. Is it true? Is trouble shoes here? You ain't gonna shut down the rodeo, are you? All right, now, I called for a meeting, not a mob scene. And all the ponies that have been wielding their pitchforks put them away, all (laughs) shameful-like. Now, as many of you know, the Equestria Rodeo Circuit has been plagued by the dirty dealings of a notorious outlaw. He's knocked over barrels. Which way did Hoof City Rodeo nearly crush my Aunt Bay Mare? Aunt Bay Mare. Love it. I (laughs) just can't keep going with it. It, Yeah. That's nothing. He sabotaged the steer pen at Pinto Creek Rodeo, setting off such a stampede that canceled the whole dadgum thing. (laughs) So now we learn that, okay, Applejack had previously said, okay, all the rodeos are getting shut down. Now we know why. I reckon I ought to cancel this rodeo like all the others done. And it's sheriff's going to walk off and take over. But dag hoof it. This has gone too far enough. We'll double the patrols. This rodeo will go on. Appaloosa ain't going to be intimidated. So all the town ponies start running off. They're, they're into this. And Apple Bloom is like, okay, let's go to the rodeo. <laughs> Cut to we're at Brayburn's house. Saddlebags are getting packed. And Apple Bloom is like, nope. Like, don't send us home. It's not fair. Now quit your belly aching. I can't have y'all around here with some outlaw on the loose. Oh, maybe I ought to call it quits and go home too. No, you can't. This rodeo is important to Appaloosa. And with you in there, we got a real shot at winning. Come on now, you head on back to practice and don't worry none about these three. I won't let them out of my sight. And you know, he locks the door, slams it, drags a chair in front, sits, sits down. down all serious like. You hear? This, this is another moment where I was like, oh, they're going to get murdered. Like the minute he starts <laughs> like, because it's not just like he locks the door. It's like. There's a bolt and like a chain and then like another lot. Like I was like, this is like the thing you see before you're murdered is some yeah. guy like locking you <laughs> into a, yeah. a single room house with him. Uh, <laughs> and that's maybe a little dark for a children's show. <laughs> Brayburn yeah. is a murderer. That was my working theory for part of this episode, frankly. Somebody's got dark pony fanfic out there. Someone's a rotten apple. Absolutely. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It was right there. It was. Yeah, you had to take it. I'd be mad if you didn't. Yeah. I mean, I have have to honor the puns. It's too easy. All right. So obviously, Brayburn falls asleep. So the only option that the Cutie Mark Crusaders have is to go out the window because they're not going to stay put. Just love how they go out and Sweetie Belle just flops on their face. Yeah. I thought we weren't going to wander off again. This ain't wandering. We know exactly where we're headed to find Trouble Shoes. But isn't he a dangerous criminal? We only need to find him. We don't need to capture him. The sheriff can handle that. And once he's in jail, we'll be competing. And then it's Cutie Mark City. Okay, so I realize that they're like children. But like, what is the what is the plan? We don't have to f- catch him. We just have to find him. But like... 
what is the plan between finding him and getting the sheriff to catch him? Because they're not taking the sheriff with them. Exactly. <laughs> like what? And I, again, I realize they're children. Children are notorious for half-baked plans. But like. Absolutely. What? <laughs> Even more so the Crusaders. The Crusaders quite often operate with zero plan in place. <laughs> or like the tiniest bit of information to go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know where he is. They don't know what he looks like. They're just like, we're going to go into the woods and look for him. It'll be fine. I mean, that's I why Applejack was going to send him home. Which, yeah. uh, frankly, she would have been wise to do. Let's be real. She, I know. She should have. So they're wandering through the woods and they start seeing the big hoof prints. It's, it's another hoof print. Do either of you have any idea where we are? Start getting lightning and rain. Uh, maybe we should head back and try again later. Uh, come on, before we lose the trail. Apple Bloom's the one leading this whole thing right now. Of course she is. They just keep following the tracks and Sweetie Belle's like, come on, we, we need to go back home. Like, Sweetie Belle's the only one with just a little bit of remorse about this place. <laughs> no that's that inner rarity coming out a little bit so like the lightning keeps going and it's raining hard we cut back to brayburn's farm and all the rodeo ponies are uh finishing putting hay away in the barn they're dripping wet Whew. good job y'all i know they need lots of mud for the rodeo tomorrow but i wish they would have warned us about this rainstorm and brayburn walks in and is sheepishly whinnying <laughs> <laughs> brayburn where are the girls? <laughs> and he just nervously smiles. And then we zoom out from the barn and we just hear this very loud and forceful. What? <laughs> <laughs> so now we got on over to uh, the sheriff's station and Applejack shows up with Sheriff Silverstar, Starspur, and Senior Deputy all playing poker. <laughs> oh, they're playing Go Fish. Oh, they're playing Go Fish? I thought it was poker. Because Sheriff's first line is, ha, fish my wish. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess gambling in a children's show is not That's got to be Go Fish, which is not really so much gambling. It is an Appaloosa. <laughs> we can make it interesting. That's fair. <laughs> Sheriff Silverstar, you got to help. My sister's gone and her friends too. I've searched and searched, but no sign of them anywhere. It must have been Trouble Shoes. Now, now, hold on there. Trouble Shoes done a lot of bad things in his day, but nothing like that. You really want to take that chance? Come on, y'all. Let's ride. Right, so off they go, and we cut back to the, the Cutie Mercury Crusaders lost in the woods, and they, they're just, they're, they think it can't get any worse, and then they hit a mudslide. But then they find the stagecoach in a Yeah, clearing. that's the other thing. I was like, oh, no, this is where they're going to get murdered. Like, there were there were at least, like, four opportunities in this 20, you know, minute long episode where I was like, this is it. The three, the, the three of them are just, they're donezo. It's been nice seeing you. The next episode is going to be a funeral and an open homicide investigation. And that's fine. <laughs> yes, we invited you to an animated pony snuff film (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh no this is how we wrote people in (laughs) come talk to us about this children's show it'll be so fun (laughs) never mind murder murder 
And just remember, none of your friends warned you not to do this. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's all their fault. It's their fault. <laughs> it looks abandoned. Let's go see if we can find some blankets or something. So, so like, they go into the stagecoach and it's dirty and disheveled and there's stuff everywhere. And they see all these upside down horseshoes everywhere. And... All of a sudden, this big stallion comes in. It's scared. And then we Scooby-Doo throughout the entire stagecoach, knocking everything over. Just this one dude. This one one pony. Like, the Cutie Mark Crusaders are fine. They're just kind of, like, a little scared by what's happening. But he has torn up this house. (laughs) Bonk, bonk, clang. Clang, clang. And he, he starts coming to, hello, you all right? Surely. We didn't mean no harm. We just came in to get out of the rain. Had some hot cider cooking in the kitchen. Doubt it survived. Like literally everything in the kitchen area is wrecked. I ain't going to rise to greet y'all. Awfully rude, I reckon. But as you can see, I'm the fresh casualty of an unusually unfortunate circumstance. My lot in life, I suppose. So we have met the Eeyore pony. Mm-hmm. He is the Eeyore pony. That's exactly what I was thinking about him this whole episode. He sounds like, oh, like Eeyore. Eeyore. <laughs> his face looks like Eeyore and he hangs his head like Eeyore. He does. I just need a droopy butt tail. <laughs> and it, he's Eeyore. That's who he is. He's just a lot taller and a lot more Western. A lot more yeah. Western, yeah. He, he causes the chaos of a Tigger, though. Yes, absolutely. That's that's, that's where he's different. Ah, uh, no. He causes the chaos of a poo. Okay, that's probably fair because it's unintentional. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, not that's due fair. To... Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go with I that. I respect that. Are you Trouble Shoes? That's me. And Apple Bloom, just like... Okay. And so he's like all tied up in like curtains and stuff. So Applebloom's like, I'm going to unwrap him. This was the next moment. I was like, she's going to get murdered. It's fine. Like you untie <laughs> him and then it's just like, you know, psycho, like knife in a shower all over these three ponies. You're just throwing red flags at your television at this point. I, I really was. I I don't know what it was about this episode where I was like, <laughs> they're going to get their asses murdered. Like I'm convinced I feel like these girls need to like stay sexy and not get murdered, though. To borrow Absolutely. The, the phrase, because like I was like, girls, if if you're in a weird man's house and he accidentally gets tied up, you leave him tied up and then mm-hmm. you leave. <laughs> yeah, like they don't understand stranger danger. No, clearly not. No, those sister ponies are really they're letting him down. Yeah. They unwrap Trouble Shoes, and he kind of stands up, and they can figure out, oh, man, he's super big. Like, he's huge, dude. Of course, guests would arrive while I ain't got no pie to offer. Scores more misfortune points for old Trouble Shoes. Whoa, 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 whoa. He slips on a banana peel, and a bowling ball just falls on his head because this is a cartoon, and <laughs> that's a requirement of klutzy people. I missed the banana peel. Yeah, I feel like that's his own fault for just throwing his banana peels all over the yeah, floor. Yeah, he's he's messy. Yeah, that's his own fault. He wouldn't have slipped on it if he had just put it in the trash like yep. a goddamn adult. <laughs> like a grown stallion and not a small cult. Yes, exactly. exactly. So he keeps complaining, and Apple Bloom is like, are you sure that's bad luck? Seems like maybe it's just a little, um, klutzy? <laughs> Tell that to the flank. Upside down horseshoe. Bad luck. 
Follows me wherever I go like sour on old milk. Y'all best vamoose before my bad luck rubs off and sticks to y'all. Get along, skedaddle. And, you know, the lightning cracks and the, the girls are all scared. And they're all like, really, dude? <laughs> I am scray. Which is the most Western way to tell somebody to get lost. It truly <laughs> is, yeah. I am scray. And for our listeners, if you don't know this, an upside down horseshoe is the upside down you. If you're not from the South, you're not around horses, you probably don't realize that, hey, that horseshoe is wrong, but that's what it is. And it does mean bad luck. And that's what it's supposed to mean. Yeah, because the, the idea is the ups- upright one. If it's upside down, all the luck falls out. That's always how I, I was taught to remember this in my younger years, I suppose. Yes. Um, We don't really know the way back to Appaloosa. But of course I do. Wouldn't you know it, my lucky day. <laughs> so they're they're walking back to Appaloosa. They're going through the the woods, and they start asking him questions about like, so what happened? Like, take us all the way back to Appaloosa, and you know, like we can figure this out. And troubleshoots. Y'all like stories? Mm-hmm. Just my luck. I was hoping you'd say no. So we flash back to him as a little cult and he's watching the rodeo and he thinks it's amazing. And he thought, you know, maybe I can do this. And, you know, with you, the other rodeo ponies doing their thing. And then he decides he's going to try out to be a rodeo clown and he's running the barrel and then he gets hogtied by his own rope. He spins on the fence. We see the judges that are watching him. We get our first sighting of our rando pony. Yes. Uh, our first option. This is going to be Biddy Broomtail. She is the the middle lady judge with the big blonde hair. Very, very uh, Western, old timey look. And finally, as he's auditioning, his cutie mark appears, but it's an upside down horseshoe. And he just trips over himself. Mm-hmm. He gets a barrel on him, and all the judges start laughing, and he just gets super upset. I can still remember them judges a-laughing. Didn't even finish my routine, because right then I knew bad luck was my fate. That fire for rodeo never did leave me, though. Couldn't keep away from him. So I'd sneak down and have a look, and wouldn't you know it, bad luck would strike again. We see him as a little filly hanging out by the barrels, and then he gets bigger, and he knocks over all the barrels. Yeah. And he's, I mean, you can tell he hates it. He hates that he's so clumsy. He's got this, he's biting his lip like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Uh, And And just runs away. And he's just basically been ostracized at this point. Mm -hmm. So this is a little bit, okay, this is a little bit of like a me thing. But like, whatever, I don't know. I feel like I've known people like this in my life. And I'm like, I think your attitude is maybe a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, it feels like he's just like, my luck is horrible. Horrible things always happen to me. And it just means that, like, rather than try to, like, find good things or Mm -hmm. prevent bad things from happening, he's just, like, resigned himself. It's like, but you, you have the power to change these things, my friend. Absolutely, I completely agree. And but it's also like you're—he's he, surrounded by this environment where people just look at him as a menace. Totally, and like also like that view that I have is a little bit ableist in certain circumstances, and I acknowledge that. But it's like it's just like a thing that always drives me like crazy. <laughs> 
especially especially in media where I'm like, you can do a thing about it, though. Like, just just do the thing. But yeah, like the fact that society has also just decided like you knock over stuff all the time. So we hate you. Seems like uh, <laughs> you're a criminal who needs to rot in jail. Yeah, yeah. that seems like a leap to me. <laughs> so all these ponies come out and they, they, they arrive back in Appaloosa. All these ponies come out and lasso troubleshoes and Silverstar starts reading him his, you know, pony rights. Trouble shoes? You're under arrest for vandalizing the property and peace of mind of the good rodeo-loving ponies of Equestria, not to mention filly-napping, and uh, generalized mayhem, which is not a crime. Can I, I just like, okay, this is again a little bit of my like biases probably, but I was like, of course, like the cop randomly tacks on like an arbitrary charge that doesn't actually exist because he feels like it. He's just like, I just gotta like put something on the file to send to the boss and yeah, generalized mayhem that we just want a long <laughs> sentence for this guy. Uh, so we'll just throw that on there and it'll probably be, you know, dropped when he goes to pony court, but I can say I took him in for this. So, you know, like it just <laughs> made me really mad. <laughs> well, also Appaloosa apparently still operates under, you know, basic sheriff vigilante posse justice (laughs) right apparently which is really concerning because you know this whole thing is run by a matriarchal princess society yeah exactly yeah i was just like man even all pony cops are bastards like what the hell (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong i was like come on guy (laughs) we've had some uh jackass uh, security guards here too yeah oh really Yeah, cool, we, cool, we cool. definitely have had some special ponies. Oh, <laughs> fun. Funny part, they're always the the guys. They're of always the they dudes. Of course you they are. Dudes. Color mm. me surprised, but not at mm. all. Big shot. That is an interesting point, though, that it's like a magical matriarchal, like mm-hmm. princess run society, but like there's still this weird, deeply ingrained, like toxic masculinity. <laughs> it's the Southern Western group. <laughs> Oh, behind. That's Mm. super interesting too. We're allowed to say that we're from Texas. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) I get it. I'm yeah. We all know. We We, all know. We all know. (laughs) Get that Texas bond going. We We live in the one blue spot of this red wasteland. (laughs) 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 Look, there's reasons I left. There's reasons I don't live there anymore. (laughs) Absolutely. We 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 knew you could relate on some of those levels. We gotta, we gotta place our people for. We gotta set them up for success here. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so they take trouble shoes off, and they're off to jail. And okay, we go back to the farm, and Apple Loom is arguing with Applejack. But Troubleshoot isn't the menace every pony thinks. Sykes alive, what's with you? Why would you want me to help get him out of jail when he's the one who ran off with y'all to begin with? Now, if y'all excuse me, I'm off to win the Appaloosa Rodeo Hay Bale Monster Stack. Uh, Applejack. Okay, so like, <sighs> they still have not fessed up to the fact that he did not filly nap them. They don't really get a chance. But still. Also, their whole plan was bad, so I'm not surprised at this point. So we go over to the jail cell and Troubleshoes has broken like all the cots that they have. <laughs> oh, poor guy. And and he's just he's he's just like, well, at least I got a view in a small corner of the rodeo. Like, this is so sad. He's a sad, sad dude. <laughs> Breaks the cot. Figures. Oh, come on now, troubleshoes. I'm running out of mattresses. 
And and so the Cutie Mark Crusaders come out there and, you know, they... Somehow Sweetie Belle musters the magic to get the keys. Yeah, she's still a young unicorn, so her magic is just not, like, top-notch. So this is quite the feat for her. And they, they jailbreak troubleshoes and, like, come on, we gotta go. I just love... You're about to miss the Hay Bale Monsters Day. Jiminy, that's starting already? <laughs> the rodeo's starting, sheriff's out the door. Right. Uh, who cares yeah. about this criminal in my no, my barely, you know, sustainable jail? The Whatever. S- the stakes are pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, he's not an actual criminal or menace. He's just clumsy. Like, wh- what does it matter if he, <laughs> if he escapes? What's he going to do? Break some plates? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> The cutie mark is like, okay, we've got a plan to help you live your dream, troubleshoot. Listen, y'all, I'm a known criminal. How are you proposing on getting me into a rodeo? They all have super big smiles on their face, so, you know, mischief is bound to happen. Oh, the Crusaders. All right, so we we come back when they're stacking hay bales at the rodeo. It's the real, it's real this time, and it's not practice. And everybody's cheering on. Come on, Apple Bloom, you can do it. Trouble Shoes is starting to get really into it. They've got him dressed as a rodeo clown. Well, how do I look? <laughs> oh, come on now. Stack them bales. Woohoo! And Applejack kicks a hay bale way up at the top and it lands on its end. And we meet our second Rando Pony judge of the week. This is record high yeah. to Pegasus. And she is making, uh, measuring how high those hay bales get. Have we seen a cowboy Pegasus before? I don't think so. I was exciting. Oh, interesting. Uh, she's, uh, she's, got a, she's got a cowboy hat on. I don't know if she's, she's a, a cowboy pony. I don't know. But most of Appaloosa is earth ponies. Correct. They, they work the land. They work the land because they're extra strong. <laughs> That's how earth ponies work. Pegasus are in charge of the weather. They make Ah. the weather happen in Equestria. Which is its own insane thing (laughs) to try to understand. Yeah, we had to explain. I was like, earth ponies. I was like, I want there to also be like fire and and air and water ponies. Then we can have the avatar pony and it'll be great. So Applejack wins and Applebloom is, that's my sister. Yay. And now the clown music has started. And all the rodeo clowns come out and, okay, Trouble Shoes, now you're on. Say what? I may be dressed like one, but I ain't no rodeo clown. You got your cutie mark all wrong, Trouble Shoes. You were born to entertain. You've got the gift for making folks laugh, don't you? But my cutie mark's an upside down horseshoe, and that means bad luck. It all depends on how you look at it. Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> The most obnoxious thing my mother would yell at me all the time as a child is attitude is everything. But fuck, she's right. I mean, it really does make a difference. It's absolutely true. You always wanted to be a part of the rodeo, right? Well, now's your chance. Boring. So he goes and, you know, like he trips on a ball and he makes people laugh and he runs into stuff and he makes people laugh. And it all lands on Brayburn in the stands. Can I also just say, okay, again, this is my own weird biases coming up. I had a lot of weird biases watching this um, episode I'm finding. I felt so bad for every other rodeo clown pony in this sequence, though, because they're trying to like do like this, like at least somewhat rehearsed and like executed, you know, planned performance. And then he just comes in here like a bull in a china shop, just like totally 
ruining everything. I was like, y'all, someone's going to get hurt because there's this <laughs> rando dude on the field just like in everyone's way. I was really worried about it. <laughs> I, I think that's the stage managing and being like, I don't want to fill out all of the hazard paperwork for what just happened on stage. It absolutely was the stage manager in me. I could feel the the stage manager reflexes. I was like, oh no, like we didn't rehearse it this way. And like those stunts, someone's going to get hurt. We got to, we have to do a fight call. Like we've got to do a lift call. We can't do any of this. Reinforce these props. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we can't do any of this until we've rehearsed with the new person. Like, no, 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 this isn't safe. Like, yeah, we, we can only uh, allow rehearsed mayhem. <laughs> exactly (laughs) exactly yes that's what it is that's exactly what it is my favorite part is in the middle of all this the crusaders are just super excited and applejack walks up with this giant trophy there y'all are how about your big sis huh yeah way to go (laughs) since when are y'all in so into rodeo clowns like they could care less about applejack it's like (laughs) what else is new applejack's face of like the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, poor girl. She's supposed to show off her dope ass trophy. <laughs> I mean, Applejack gets the trophy all the time, but like, come on. But then she starts watching Troubleshoes and being like, well, that's the best rodeo clown I've ever seen. And so everybody's laughing. They're loving it. He gets a barrel stuck on his head again and he knocks over some giant haystacks again. And then his pants fall and everyone can see his cutie mark. And everyone's laughing. And he takes the barrel off because he's starting to get some flashbacks to when he was a little cold. Troubleshoes. What the hey? He escaped from jail. And so now the pitchforks and torches are out again. <laughs> they're ready. Yeah, they're ready. Do they just like carry them around waiting for like a like a, a mob to form? Like they're like, sure. We got to be ready in case there's an angry mob today. So I've got my pitchfork. You've got your torch. Like we'll just light it up, whip them out like in the moment but like they seem ready with them at the drop of a hat which is concerning maybe appaloosa after dark is a a terrifying place yeah i can imagine it would be it's just vigilante justice at this point yeah so they're all crowding around and apple bloom finally speaks up wait he ain't what you think he is stand aside youngins this one's going back to jail but he never wanted to ruin any rodeos. Those were just bad accidents. Sweetie Belle, what are you talking about? Troubleshoes has a gift for making ponies laugh. He's maybe the best rodeo clown I've ever seen. That's true. He is awful funny. He thought his cutie mark was telling him to keep away from rodeos, but deep inside he knew it's where he was meant to be. He just didn't know how to do it. Like, where have you been, grown-up ponies? Yeah, right? <laughs> why Why do these children who had literally no plan have to explain this to you? Yeah. I mean, they have been through a lot trying to get their cutie marks, but come on! Where are the grown-ups? What she says is true. This here entertaining y'all with my klutzing? That's what I was supposed to be doing. I know it now. I didn't mean no harm, honest. I just ain't never loved nothing like I love the rodeo. So I kept on sneaking back and making a big old mess of things. Turns out I was just a looking at my cutie mark all wrong. That may be so, Troubleshoes, but you still gotta face charges for the problems you've caused. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he damaged some property, sure. But, like, he wasn't being negligent. Yeah, it's just, like, dude's clumsy. It's fine. He didn't have any ill will, though. Yeah, it's just, like, don't 
bring out the fine china around trouble shoes and things will be okay. Exactly. So like Silver Star makes a comment, okay, but like we still have to deal with the fact that you kidnapped these these children. And Apple Bloom's like, uh, yeah, about that. Cut and- two crusaders having to clean up the mess. You really want us to clean up all this mess Trouble Shoes made? Maybe it'll teach you not to go wandering off after I say not to. Uh, isn't <laughs> it bad enough that you got to go back to Ponyville with a shiny trophy and we're all bringing back these same old blank flanks? Y'all help Trouble Shoes realize what his cutie mark really means. Ain't that a nice feeling you can take back with you? And we see Trouble Shoes talking to the other rodeo clowns. So like now he's a part of the group. I guess we did make things a little better. It does feel kind of nice. So can we stop now? Mm, Nope. (laughs) Applejack pulling a Big Macintosh there. (laughs) And and we we leave them as they continue to clean. The end. The end. The end. Ponies. (gasps) Come on. Where are the adult ponies? I mean, I feel like that can be asked of many children's shows in particular but (laughs) yeah it's a big swing and a miss from them on this one in particular i feel like right yeah they're usually much better than this yeah and like the adults are a little more like we see y'all caused in mischief but like we're gonna let y'all learn some lessons from it but this one is just like all the grown-ups are dum-dums they're just you're all idiots all right liz you got to yes. tell us who's going to be your rando pony. Okay, r- remind me the two uh, the, remind me their names just cuz I for- I forgot them. It's Biddy Broomtail. Biddy Broomtail, okay. She was the old fashion judge and yes. then we have Record High is the Pegasus pony. Right. So my gut instinct is Biddy Broomtail only because she has the most magnificent hair. Her hair is quite amazing. Of all time and I was like Ah, yes, that pony is a queen. She is a woman of high fashion and style. She came to slay and she is doing it. And so I feel like I feel like that's I feel like I have to go with my gut on this one. I do feel a little bit bad picking her because she was kind of a jerk to trouble shoes. She was laughing at his funnies. That's true. That is true. But I mean, like record high was She's real cute, but like, I was like, ah, girl's just doing her job. And like, that's admirable, but like, we all got jobs we got to do. Betty Broomtail has medals as her earrings. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, she's amazing. She, yeah. Good, good choice. Good choice here. Yep. So it's going to be Betty Broomtail this week. All right. So, if you had to watch another My Little Pony episode, would you welcome this? Or would you be like, this is the most torturous thing I've ever had to do in my life? I think I would. I like kids' entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think it skews a little young for what I tend to prefer as a almost 30-year-old person with no children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like if I had kids, I wouldn't mind watching it with them. I have no children, though. So, you know. They're not required for enjoying animated television at all. But I mean, like, I mean, like, to give you an idea, like, I'm working my way through Adventure Time right now. Yes. Which oh, yes. Skews a little bit older, but also, like, they definitely lean a little bit into the fact they're like, yeah, we're for kids. We're also for stoners. So, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> they, they, they walk that line. <laughs> There's a lot of innocence in Adventure Time, which is very cute and sweet. Yeah. 
I like this. I would do it again. I don't know that I'm going to seek it out, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. But like, I wasn't like, wow, I hate this. I laughed because as I was watching it, apparently I looked very like, I was watching on my laptop, apparently I looked very like serious. <laughs> and my partner Brad walked in and he was like, that face you're making watching My Little Pony right now. I was like, no, no, it's not because I'm not enjoying it. Like, it's very cute and endearing. And I like, I, I kind of get the hype now. But I'm thinking very hard about this because I have to talk about it. <laughs> so like I'm studying. I'm doing my important homework. Well, now if you watch it again, you're not having to think critically. That's that is true. Yes. And and concerning yourself with the potential murder of three of cute, three, adorable fillies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to consider a potential murder, but you know <laughs> that's fair. I mean, there are a lot of ponies that we don't know anything about, and it's like, oh, that's the drug dealer in town. Statistically, at least one of them is a murderer, right? Uh, like, sure. his cutie mark is just a bloody knife, and it's fine. He says he's a butcher, but that's just not true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's some sort of butcher. Yeah, that's just his cover. I'm really sorry I turned your pony podcast into a murder podcast. <laughs> We're not. We're not at all. <laughs> not okay, sorry okay. at all. <laughs> On the bright side, you can um, use the true crime tag now, right? And that's how you Absolutely. get all the downloads yes. on podcasts. Well, Liz, thank you so much for being here. Uh, if people wanted to hear more of your amazingness, how could they find you? There's a few places you can find me. You can listen to my podcast, Your Fave is Problematic, where we do kind of a critical once over of pop culture faves. And that you just all the podcatchers or we're on Twitter at podcast YFIP. I have a fuck, Mary kill podcast where... Mm -hmm. Which I got in trouble for. Yeah, which Diana <laughs> broke me one week, and that was fine. Um, that was uh, fine. I was so proud of my random suggestion ruined y'all for it a was, little bit. It was rough, man. It was rough. <laughs> we play Fuck, Mary Kill every week, 10 minutes or less. So it's a good short-form podcast if you just want to like blast through a few episodes um, in a short amount of time. Or you have a short commute. I don't, you know, whatever. So that one, we're at FMK All Day Pod on twitter or you can, again just search for fmk all day on your podcatchers i am also on twitter at the loveliest liz so you can tweet at me there and i'll say hi yay and yes she is the loveliest liz all right well again thank you so much for being here this was way too much fun especially talking about the westerns with the fellow texan <laughs> of course and until next time bye every pony Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So Apple Bloom wins. Uh, Apple Jack wins. Apple Jack, sorry. Too many apples. Stupid apple family. Can't tell if I'm hungry or just confused.